Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Everyone and welcome to the Great People Show. I'm your host, JJ White, and in the Great People Studio with me is my co-host, James Muncy. Good morning, James. Morning, buddy. How are you? I'm fantastic, man. Are Good. you taking action this morning? Are you getting things done? Always. Are you Always. all over it? All over it, man. What are you all over this morning? Uh, you know, I'm thinking about my day on the drive over here and okay. everything I've got to do through the rest of uh, today, and this got a Big rest of the week and weekend. I got to work over the weekend. So, you know, just uh, trying to think about managing my time. Has there been something this year specifically that you feel like you've just been all over? Like you just have in- incredible initiative towards? Uh, I mean, a lot of the stuff around uh, around my friend uh, Brad and, you That's know, right. a lot of uh, lot of things with him are are. You know that was kind of that was kind of unexpected and pushed on me, but you know it's been it's been a year of change. Yeah. You know the last twelve months, a uh, lot of change in personal life, professional life, um, and it's taken a lot of initiative to you know to really grab that by the yeah. horns. Well, today's show is about grabbing things by the horn, not well, people grabbing things <laughs> by the horns. Today's show is about taking action, having initiative. So thank you for being here wherever you're listening to us right now, Facebook Live, our podcast on radio here in Richmond at 92.7 FM. Thank you for being here and allowing us to be a part of your journey. And this is a topic that is so close to my heart, James, mainly because I struggle with it. this, This is something that I think I and most people struggle the most with is getting things done, but specifically at the very front end of it at the start is getting started, taking the first step. This week's social media research question was, what's one thing you can do right now to get started? Yeah. And it's not for a lack of awareness. I don't think there's really any confusion as far as what that next step is in our life to do something amazing but it's just not getting done. Why? We make, uh, we take a lot of excuses for ourselves. I think, I mean, we are every day. We know what we need to do. We know what initiatives we need to take, but on a daily basis, we come up with excuses in our minds as to why not, why, why not to do that? It starts every morning when that, when that alarm clock goes off, JJ, the alarm goes off and what do you do? (laughs) You come up (laughs) with a reason why you can hit snooze and sleep a little longer. And and for a lot of us, I think that sets the tone for our entire day. Oh, absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, and I'm guilty see. of that. I was guilty of that this morning. So what's your routine? When does your alarm go off? Uh, it depends on if it's a day I'm going to the gym or not, but uh, depending on that, either 6 or 6.30. So mine goes off <clears throat> Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. Okay. Regardless if I'm getting up to exercise. Wow. Habit. It's all about habit. I have absolutely consumed a new book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I think it's fascinating. His last name is Clear because he brings a tremendous amount of clarity to that. Habit, 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 habit. But you can't even get into a habit until you get started. That's the thing. There's like every book, every video, every podcast is about being the best version of you, having excellence, taking control of your life, but man, there's just not a lot out there on how to launch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and the alarm clock is a way to do it. 
Yeah. I used to have a friend of mine, Sean Peters. This was years ago, dude. Years ago. He used to call me at 5 a.m. just to make sure. And he wouldn't get off the phone until, and I'd have to lie if I, if I, you know, if I really wanted to get out of this. And I didn't <laughs> want to lie. He wouldn't get off the phone until I actually confirmed with him I was out of the bed. And why, why did he do this? Well, first he loved me. Uh-huh. We talked last week on our show about, about love. love. He, he yeah. had, he had um, <clears throat> brotherly love for me. And he, he wanted to help me. He knew I was struggling with this whole getting out of bed and, and working out thing. He said, dude, I'm already up. I'll call you every morning. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I would actually, you know what? I would invite anybody right now. If you're struggling with getting up at 5 a.m., email me at jj at greatpeopleshow.com and let's set up some sort of an accountability. Maybe we need to start calling each other. Oh, my gosh. Let's do it. Do not call me at 5 a.m. Well, I'll call you at 6. <laughs> Actually, at 6. Where am I at at 6? I'm probably wrapping up either a run or a cycle if I did what I told myself I was going to do, which was get up out of bed and get my feet on the floor before 5.05. Yeah. It really should happen but before 5 point 30 seconds because if it ain't going to happen at 501 or 502 or 503 I think the chances of it happening at 505 get like really They're pretty tiny. slim yeah get really slim so that's the thing that I struggle with and uh, amongst other things I, I've alluded to this on the show we we have big goals this year uh, I have big personal goals you have big personal goals none of this stuff's ever going to happen until you get started and if we're going to make an impact on the world, if we're going to be better for other people, if we're going to do things for other people, you have to get started. You have to stop just saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Folks, this is about getting things done. We're talking about taking action today, the word initiative. So the great people show definition of initiative is going to be getting something done without outside influence. Mm -hmm. Now, you may need outside influence to get the party started, to get in the habit of getting getting started, because getting started is not just a one-time event. Like mm-hmm. we just mentioned with getting up and, and working out, this is something that's got to happen every single day. So the getting started has to become a habit, but this is all internal. This is all about you. This isn't uh, about someone holding you accountable. This isn't, you know, if you're if you're a believer in God, this isn't about, you know, well, God will get me going on this. That, no, this is about you. How do you get yourself jacked up to go get started in something, especially if there's some inherent resistance inside you to do it? <laughs> well, that that's I try to find I try to find a reason to mentally justify to myself that it is something that I want. Mm. Because where I struggle, I think where so many of us struggle, are it is motivation about the things that we really aren't hungry for, that we really don't don't want to do. And I know right. that's so such an obvious thing to say, <laughs> but think about when you're really passionate about something, when you genuinely want to do something. You'll do you'll do anything to to make that happen. So I try to choose my attitude about it and turn it into something internally that that I genuinely am hungry for and and want to do. There it there has to be motivation. There yes. has to be motivation, but and this comes straight from the Atomic Habits book. Give Mr. Clear some credit on this. Here's the visual that he brings out. 
He said, it's like having a crimp in your, in your garden hose, right? It stops water. You bend that water hose and it stops water. It's almost like, well, it's not like it is. Motivation is like trying to turn up more water pressure to get more water through that hose. Mm-hmm. He said, that's not going to solve your problem. Motivation is not going to solve your problem. You have to do something about that crank in the hose. Mm-hmm. So we tend to think a lot of it is just, if it is to be, it's up to me. We're going to keep just pushing harder into something. That most often isn't what's going to, it might work once, it might work twice, but the internal just, I'm going to motivate myself, starts to run out. There has to be all these things in our life that we're setting up. We're going to talk about it on today's show. What are all the things in our life that we can set up to ensure that we have a better chance of getting started? Yeah. Just getting things rolling. But it's like you said that it's all about the first step. The first step is always the hardest to take. I mean, once once you get out of bed in the morning hopefully you're not going to get back in. You know, you can go through and, and go through the rest of your your day. I mean, I don't want to go to the gym in the morning. I don't really like <laughs> going to the gym. I try to go at least three mornings a week. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, once I'm out of bed, I'm there. I'm going. Years ago, and you, you and I talked about this. Um, I did P90X. Yeah. And uh, went through like the, a twig, dude. Went you, through the whole you program. You into like an Ethiopian. So, I hope that didn't offend Ethiopians. So... Tony Horton, who is the inventor of P90X and the very loud personality in it, (laughs) his whole thing at the end of every single day is he says, all you have to do is push play. Just keep pushing play. Just keep pushing play. And man... That was profound, JJ, because it it really was true. All I mean, if you showed up and you could just bring yourself to hit that play button, once you hit play, you're in. You're you're doing it. Um, We're hitting play today, folks. Yeah, but that's the hardest part, man. Just and and so he would at the end of every episode, just keep pushing play, just keep pushing play every single day. And uh, man, wish the rest of life was that easy. But but isn't it? Why isn't it? Why isn't the rest of life just hitting? play or, or press, I guess you don't hit it, you press it. Or in but some cases now you have to touch it. <laughs> but why isn't, why, why can't we make the rest of life, everything in our life that we want to get started a matter of just what, where's the play button? Mm-hmm. How do we just keep it so freaking simple? So we're going to spend some time talking about what's holding us back from that. But before we do that, I have a question because we need to, we need to clarify this. Is, is initiative a feeling, an action, or a thought process? Is it one of these, two of these, or is it all three of these? I would say it's all three. Okay. Right, which one do you think it is more of? A thought process. Okay, tell me more about that. Well, I just think that it's, it's my thought process that keeps me from taking initiative when I, when I should. So then it's your thought process that should be... So you're kind of talking yourself driving. at it. Yeah. So the thought process is part of that talking yourself into it. It's also as much talking yourself out of it. I think that most... I think that most of lack of initiative is us making excuses to ourselves that result in us not taking that action. Oh, those are plenty. I've I've always said there's either uh, bad reasons or good excuses. Which one would you like? Yep. And and there is nobody better at convincing ourselves why we shouldn't do something than ourselves. (laughs) We're professionals. I am. I am the. Yeah. We are professionals. Um. And and so yeah, I think I think our thought processes control our actions and our motivations more than anything. It's mind over matter, right? It's, it's, I mean, that those thought initiatives are what are, what are giving me the reasons not to hit that play button. Yep. So we've said this many times, what you think controls how you feel, how, how you feel controls what you do, what you do controls who you are. 
So it very much, in my opinion, is initiative is a is a thought process. It is what you put into your head because you can talk yourself into it or talk yourself at, out of it. There's also those inherent emotions in something. Like we don't have problem with initiative on things that we love to do, things we're passionate about, things we're excited about. Like you give me a day off to go spend some time with my kids, no initiative problems there, mm-hmm. none. So it all leads into the action, right? It all leads into the doing. So if we're going to pull some levers on taking action, it's not just jumping to action. You have to really control what your thought process on this, fight the demons in your head, and you also have to connect that to a positive emotion that you're looking to have inside you that's going to drive this. So let me turn it back on you then. So do you think, is, is it a feeling, an action, or a thought process? I think it's sequential. I, I, my advice is you cannot jump to action on this. Even though it says, if you're watching us on video, massive words, take action. Mm. This is about what are you putting into your head? What are you feeding your mind so that it controls how you feel, so that drives you towards actually taking action? And some of it is because we are experienced in it, and we know we're going to get something incredibly positive out of it. It's not a theory. We actually physically know what we're going to get out of this. Where we get into trouble is if we've not experienced enough of those emotions to make it feel like it's worth our while. If you're yeah. new to exercise, if you're new to running, if you have this goal of, I'm from, what is it, from couch to 5K, right? Yep. Think of the emotions and feelings you have of being on that couch for most of your life. That's a powerful feeling. And you may have had a couple bad experiences running. Maybe you're running from the law. Maybe you're running from the bears. But those emotions don't add up. Yeah. So it really lacks your ability or prohibits your ability to actually go out and do something. No, you're absolutely right. And uh, so we go on to talk about not taking action is based in fear. Yes, yes. So talk, talk about that. Well, it's... Being scared of multiple things. Let's make a quick list. All right. You're you're being you're scared of leaving the status quo. You you genuinely have a fear of finding out something about you that you're not prepared to like. Let's keep on the running thing. Who is happy about getting on a treadmill and realizing I can even run a mile? Mm-hmm. This is terrible. I'm so out of shape. I'm overweight. That fear will actually keep you from taking more action. Even though that should be the one thing that drives you towards taking action, it's going to be the one thing because it gets in your head and it totally locks you down. Right. And there are people listening right now that are either agreeing with you wholeheartedly or they're saying, baloney, that's, that, it, that would motivate the heck out of me. I would realize, oh my gosh, this is a bigger problem than I even thought and it would motivate me. I would, I would agree with, with, with anybody that doesn't agree with me Except you ask any gym owner and ask them how they make money, and they say because 80% people don't show up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, th- I right? really think it's 80%. Mm-hmm. You've been around the business. I don't know if you've, if you've done much with gyms or not, but I've always heard it's 80% of, of paying members aren't showing up. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I used to do a lot in the gym industry. I had a guy who uh, owned a bunch of gyms who used to be one of the fixers for Gold's Gym Corporate. And he was the first. Yeah, like the wolf. He would go into the locations (laughs) that are having a tough time and he would fix them. And 
like that whole, like you said, that whole business, it's all marketing for memberships. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's, it's, it, it's so in a way it's prey, not prey. Maybe that's a, a bad word, but it lives off the fact that people feel bad about themselves and don't come back. Right. And I mean, their, their profit centers are all, you know, their profit for the year is largely determined with what they're going to do in January. Yeah. So, uh, other, uh, so other fears. So we have actually a fear of the status quo. There's a fear of, of judgment. Like before, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people, James, that I meet and run into and talk to that hold themselves from making or hold themselves back from making really great decisions because of the fear of judgment. You have all these plans, you have all these goals, you have all this desire, but the number one reason I would guess that you aren't taking more action is you're worried more about what other people think about this decision than the results that you could possibly get from it. Crazy. It's I, I, I've felt that. I have felt that so many times. I've caught myself. It's like, why, why am I not doing this right now? Well, it's because I'm worried about how someone might take it. And we're not talking about just going to the gym anymore. We're talking about an initiative that you have at work, making some big decisions in your job, making uh-huh. some big decisions in your family. And we may actually present this to somebody, and they may not like it. So we say, well, I can't do it. Right. I just, I, I just am going to hold myself back. And I don't remember the exact facts, so I'm going to chop this up a little bit. But this had something to do with what Ronald Reagan was doing when he was president or wanted to do. And one of his advisors came in and said... Mr. President, 80% of the American people do not support your idea. And his response was, well, it sounds like we need to get out there and do some more education. Mm-hmm. So that's a person that in that particular moment is not going to let what other people think about him change his action, change his initiative. He's going to look at it as a challenge to doing something a little bit differently. I don't think most people operate like that. I think most people, when we have that kind of headwind, we just say, okay, well, then I'm not going to take action on it. I think so. And again, a lot of a lot of time that's the easy way out. I it mean, is. it's it's the every easy, time it's the easy way yeah. out. And so it's a matter of choosing the hard road sometimes. And that's tough. The, the path least traveled. That's right? that's right. Um so another another fear I think a lot of people get into is a fear of failure or success. I think both of those fears are equally as powerful. Obviously, the fear of failure is being able to live with that, the fear of success, is to be able to live with that too. It's often we cannot live with that fear of success. We are scared of it. Back to my earlier statement, we don't know what good might come from that. So wait, now, why why would anybody have a fear of success? <sighs> I wish I had a really great answer for that. I mean, do you have a fear of it, success? I, I, don't I think, do. Oh, do I, you, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and... Um, and all the growth that I've done personally in the last 15 years, it's whenever I have accomplished the most that I tend to pull back the farthest. Hmm. It, it's because I'm out of my comfort zone, James. It's because I'm somewhere I'm not used to being. Hmm. And in many cases, I have convinced myself, since I don't know what to do here, I'm going to start to naturally move back to where I was over here. And that's crazy. But I believe that's how a lot of our minds work. And, Man, and I'm, I mean, I've been, I've been deeply working on that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's how do you burn your boats? 
how do you how do you shut the door, lock it, and throw away the key? Say I, I'm not going I'm not going back there. Yeah, this is a little scary because success can bring us a lot of things that we are absolutely not prepared to. Look at lottery winners. Isn't yeah. it like I'm going to keep throwing this 80-20 rule out here on everything I'll talk about today because it usually works? But 80% of lottery winners that make, that get more than a million dollars go bankrupt. Yeah, talk about a fear of success. You may not have this this um, emotional fear, but you certainly have this whole take action fear because whatever you're doing is self sabotaging the success. Well, we like to live in our comfort zone, and we talk about that a lot on the show, and. Sometimes I guess success can be out of our comfort zone. Failure is certainly out of our comfort zone, but yep. we, we like to sit right there. Here's a good one. Brandon just put on Facebook Live. If you succeed, people expect you to keep succeeding. That can be scary. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because you see love it. To, that, to, that, uh, to that effect, you hear all these, these bands, these rock bands mm-hmm. in interviews who talk about, you know, the scariest thing that ever happened to us was when we had our first hit because everybody's then looking at you to see if you're a one hit wonder, if you can actually follow it up and to match that success is a very difficult thing. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit more in depth on why people don't take initiative. We've got, I should have numbered these instead of dashed them seven, eight. Oh, well, keep, keep track at home folks. We're not even exactly sure, but seven. Thank you. Um, Something called bounded rationality is people can't see past what they know. It's very difficult to take that first step because if you're not familiar with with, what the next four or five or six steps are going to be like, there's a great chance you're not going to take the first step because it's going to get scary for you. The next one is lack of capability. You literally don't believe you can do it. Mm. Back to the running thing. Most people don't get up and work out because they're in an uncharted territory and you really don't believe you can do it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about this one a little bit later. If if you only ran three miles, like you did a 5K 10 years ago, but right. you, you have a new goal of a half marathon, that's an admirable goal. But the fact that you need to get up this morning and run one and a half miles towards that half marathon, that's when you get that lack of capability because you literally start to convince yourself, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. I agree. Uh, and it's a combination of that and telling yourself, oh, that half marathon is still six months away. It's cold this morning. I can just do this tomorrow instead. Mm-hmm. And you'll do the same thing tomorrow yep. and the next day and the next day. So back to the Atomic Habits book, missing one commitment one time is okay. Missing the second time in a row is when it absolutely falls apart for you. So that's something to keep in your mind. If you're going to give yourself a pass on getting started on something, one time, buddy, you get one time. Once you give yourself a second pass in a row, that's when your habit or your taking action absolutely falls apart. So there should be some self-imposed pressure that you say, you know what? I already skated on this yesterday. I absolutely cannot skate on this today because I know there's a 99% chance it's never going to get done until I take action right now. Hmm. And there's a lot of stats in that book. So uh, the third one here is inaction is actually your strategy. There's a lot of people, whether you consciously or unconsciously, you, you do nothing because you're waiting for something to happen for you. Somebody is going to take care of it for you. If you're in a meeting and you're not going to speak up, Because your strategy is, well, someone else will probably share that. Mm. And that's that's a lack of confidence. 
that can be at an extreme incredibly lazy, but lazy is also a habit too. Lazy is, is a behavior as well. We've talked about this. It's okay to feel lazy and take a, take a day off, take an hour off, take a few minutes off. But if, that's, if lazy is your strategy, folks, you, you just can't. You just can't. Sorry. And, and you might say, well, lazy, you know, that's ridiculous. Lazy isn't my strategy, but we see it in sales all, all the, the time, time, JJ. You all get, the time. You get salespeople and, you know, they used to hustle. They used to go out there. They used to, to go find the business and they get into a rut where now they just mm-hmm. sit in their office and they wait for the phone to ring. And they say, I've put in my dues. I've put in my sweat. Now I'm just going to let them call me. And what happens? They start to see that slow decline in sales. There's all sorts of books written about this. And, and they don't understand what happened. Well, well, what happened is, even though you didn't really think about it that way, inaction became your business strategy. That's what it was. It may not be pleasant to think about. It may not be uh, the most positive feeling, but let's, let's be real and honest about yep. it. That is what your strategy turned into, is complacency. And that makes this whole taking action and initiative, that mountain becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. The, the more time you put between you and what you want to accomplish, the more complicated and difficult and almost impossible it seems just to get started. Mm-hmm. Um, another one here is busyness. A lot of people don't take action on what they really need to do because they keep themselves busy on all the other stuff, the easy stuff, the minutia, the weeds. And isn't it funny that if you took that energy that you're putting into these little things you're doing all day long and put it into something that actually had huge meaning in your life and mattered, oh my gosh, talk about crushing it. It's the same energy. It's, this, it's, this, it's the same time. I, we posted something on the uh, Great People Show Facebook, or probably everywhere, Instagram everywhere last night, about a $300 wallet holds the same amount of money as a $100 wallet. A, um, a Bugatti will get you just as far driving it as a Ford will. And um, the holes that are dug for our graves, for all of us, they're the same size. Yep. So whatever you're doing now might be getting you to X. Just imagine if you applied that same energy, that same time to your really big goals and the things you want to accomplish, not just for yourself, but the things that you're trying to accomplish for your family, for your work, for other people. Oh my gosh, how amazing and powerful that could be. Yeah, you just have to you have to want it because you know what that's harder JJ. It's mm-hmm. harder to do that. You know, it's like your whole gym thing. It's it's a lot you could spend an hour exercising, you can sit and you can you can walk on a treadmill mm-hmm. or you can jog yep. or you can run. And you do know something. what? It's harder to jog or run than it is to walk, but your results, well, your results are going to be better if your goal is to run a marathon. Um but it's about action though. Yeah. I, when when I I was at the gym this morning, I got there around 5.20-ish, 5.25. There were more people on the treadmill walking than there were running. Those folks were taking some level of action in their life. I don't know why they were walking and not running. I don't know. But they were there. They were getting things done. So it actually um, leads us to another barrier on why people don't get started is because we expect it to be perfect and great out of the gate. And it leads to this feeling of despair when it's not, whenever we show up and get there and it's not what we expect, or um, I'm not going to go and walk because I should be running. And if I can't run, I'm just not going to go at all. Or, it's or, ridiculous. Yeah. Or wow, that was a lot harder than I thought. I'm obviously not cut out for this. Um, you know, the back to P90X, the first, first night I ever did P90X, absolutely true story. I finished, I 
literally crawled up the stairs. I know that sounds funny. <laughs> you but, did the whole 90 minutes, but, right? I did the whole 90 minutes. And your first time. First time. I mean, I've that's not, how I've not heard that's that happen. Well, that's how you... No, I made it. I've heard most people don't make it that. It wasn't 30. pretty, but I, I did it. <laughs> I literally crawled up the stairs, crawled into bed without even showering because I couldn't even stand up. And I thought, you know, this is... I, I had those thoughts. I thought, how can I ever finish this program. I can't... Mm. 90 days, you got to be kidding me. I couldn't even get through through one. I feel like I'm about to... You had to, a feeling of despair, didn't you? Oh, it was beyond despair. I felt yep. broken. Um, but, you know, I, somehow I motivated myself to continue. And by the end of it, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd finish it and be like, is that it? Really? I, I'm ready to go again. Really? Oh, yeah. It, it, it got exponentially easier. Um, it was always a good workout, but like... That's the cool thing is finishing that journey and seeing not just with, you know, the physical changes that, that are visual, but just how much better you feel. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible. And so there is a, uh, you've probably heard of the law of diminishing return. I can't remember the name of it, but it's actually the inverse of that, where when you start something, you're getting your least amount of return. Mm -hmm. And then you do it some more and you get a little bit more return. It's only till further into the curve that you really start seeing the product of what you're doing. It's like starting a business. It's like it's like running. It's like everything else in life. It requires so much patience, but people just drop out early and you have this feeling of despair. Another huge barrier that we run into are naysayers, people that tell us, oh, I've got this one guy at the gym. He's an older gentleman. He just talks my head off. I've started wearing earphones now. <laughs> and every time I'm there, he jokes about, he goes, man, you need to slow down. He goes, you need to take it easy. He's literally trying to talk me down because he's over here taking his time and walking every time. He's trying to be funny. He's trying to break conversation. But it's amazing how negative people can be around you, even if they're joking. But are they really joking? I, it's, 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 everywhere, it's everywhere around you. You are surrounded by people that don't want you to succeed at these things because they love you. They love you exactly the way you are. And in many cases, it'll force them to change if you do too much changing and take too much action. So they want you to stay in the status quo. And listen, folks, the naysayers are very easy for us to believe. You know, the naysayers in our life are... are by are just by default, they're easier to believe. I was watching, I forget what movie it was. I was watching a movie recently and one character is telling the other character how great they are. And, and she's saying, well, no, I have all these people telling me that I'm not. And mm. she says, it's a lot easier to believe the people who tell you that, that you're not than the people who you are. It confirms your own thinking. It does. Mm -hmm. And, and so again, it takes an effort to overcome those naysayers in your life. And that's poison. That is that is poison that it will, is. I mean, it's like drinking poison. It will bring you down. Mm. It'll bring you down. And it, and it can often come from the people that we love the most and are closest to us. Yes. That's and, the unfortunate part. And those people that are, are the naysayers, like you, like you just pointed out, they're not necessarily trying to hurt us. Sometimes they're trying to protect us. Sure. They're looking out for us. Um, but I mean, it, it those those naysayers can keep us a lot of the time from taking that initiative. Well, they're going to succeed ninety percent of the time, mm -hmm. especially if it's people that we really appreciate their feedback and want to hear from them, and uh, we believe what they tell us. The last one on this list: overthinking, folks. You overthink 
what you want to do so much that you actually talk yourself out of it. In this process of thinking, feeling, and doing, oftentimes we have to try to skip the thinking and the feeling as much as possible, as fast as possible, and literally just start to move because your head will absolutely be the one thing that will, it's, it's your biggest barrier. It's the thing that's holding you back right now because as easy as you can talk yourself into it, you can talk yourself out of it. So James, let's get into this list of how to take action today, like what yeah. we can do today to make a huge difference, A, in our life, but more importantly, I don't know what's more important than A, one, is making an impact in other people's lives. Here's the first thing that needs to happen. Well, I'm hoping you have your goals written. If not, we need to get back to our 2019 show we did at the end of December, early January, and talk about your written goals. Uh, I think the statistic is only 10% of the general population have goals that are written. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this, there's a 9 in 10 chance that you don't have written goals. Um, write down those goals, but whatever you want to accomplish, break down the goal into the absolute smallest part possible. Stop focusing so much on the end result. It's too big. It's too far between here and there. It's okay to acknowledge it. It's okay to remind yourself about it. But if every single thing you do every single day is always pointed only at the big picture, it's going to be more and more difficult to you to every day continue to restart that. Definitely. Break it down into the smallest part possible. I'm going to harp so much on this running thing today, mainly because it's the thing that I'm struggling the most with right now, is rather than saying, I want to run a 5K or I want to run a half marathon, okay, new goal. I want to go to the gym tomorrow morning. New goal. I'm going to put my shoes next to my bed, and my smallest goal possible is when the alarm goes off, I'm going to put my feet in the shoes. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to wear my socks to bed, James, and I'm going to put my feet in the shoe. That's how far, because if your goal is just to run the half marathon, you can hit snooze, you can hit snooze, you can hit snooze, and as we said earlier, do it two days in a row and you're done. That's huge. So yeah, don't focus, don't focus, make your, make your absolute goal to get out of bed when that alarm goes off. <laughs> That's right. Um, here's, here's probably, in my opinion, one of the bigger ones, is physically get moving. Put motion into whatever you want to do. I've decided to get a standing desk. Mm -hmm. Haven't gotten it yet, but I'm getting a standing desk because one thing I identified about myself, James, is the more I am sitting at my desk in the mornings, in the afternoons, or even in the evenings, the less I'm getting done. Yeah. It's funny you say that. I'm actually, I'm getting one as well. Um, I'm Moving offices here in a couple months, and nice. uh, and when I do, I'm going to get one of the uplift desks. I was looking at that one, and uh, yeah, so super super excited it's about healthy, that. But from our context, it's about literally moving more. Yes, and and getting out, just mm -hmm. getting out with other people, getting out in in mingling more with life is a huge huge step in taking action. The more comfortable you are, the more reserved you are, the more lazy and relaxed you feel, 
the less chances are that you're going to actually take new action in your life. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Greg says on Facebook, eat an elephant one bite at a time. <laughs> Couldn't agree anymore. Uh, another one here is get an accountability partner. Now, this is great for getting started early. It's important, though, that you do not survive off your accountability partner. Mm. This is someone, like I mentioned Sean earlier, is get me started, Sean. Get mm-hmm. me in the habit. Because if if your accountability partner is the only reason you're ever going to show up somewhere or do something, that accountability partner is not going to be around forever. So you need to be you need to be ready to launch away from that accountability partner. But an accountability partner is a wonderful way to actually physically get started in this. Mm-hmm. Um, can't be a spouse can't be someone that may have an intention on you not wanting to accomplish your goal. And if you just joined in the show for any reason, don't take that the wrong way. It's earlier in the show. So start doing, folks. Just get moving. Break it down as, as small as you can. Take some action. Never let the sense of past failures defeat your next step, because that's going to be the greatest barrier to you right now is there's there's a multitude of things of your life, in your life, that's already happened that has convinced you that you can't do these things. Don't let them defeat your next step. Initiative is doing the right thing without being told to do it. Yep. Here's the challenge. You're telling yourself to do it. You're telling yourself not to do it. This is about going to war with your inner voice, because that inner voice is the one thing that is either designed to protect you or designed to hurt you. And sometimes they do it at the same time. Yes. I always say our conscious mind by its own nature is incredibly, incredibly lazy. Ooh, I like that's quotable, James. And, uh, you know, you, you have got to overcome that laziness. I love that. Yeah. So here's our challenge for you today, folks. Overcome that natural inner critic and decide today what's one thing you need to do today to make a huge impact on your life in someone else's life. We want to thank you for being here with us, whether you're checking us live or maybe you're hearing the podcast. Give us a review on the podcast if you're so inclined to do that. If it's a positive review, we appreciate that. Always, e- My email is always open, jj at greatpeopleshow.com. We love to hear from our, from our listeners on future topics, on what we can do to bring more value to you, our listeners. And, of course, every show that we do is on our website at greatpeopleshow.com. Thank you in allowing us to be a part of your journey. Go out and make something happen. See ya! Thanks for joining us. Tune in to The Great People Show again next week 